Welcome to the suburbs with Andy and Greg. It looks like you're sequestered and uh, able to say anything you'd like freely. Looks like a nice quiet day at the lake. It is a quiet day at the lake. Yeah, I I don't know how privately sequestered I am though because I got a text this morning from my mom at 6:45 saying I'm showered and ready to go shopping. <laughs> and I had, to, I had to say mom at 6:45 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, she wanted to get to the 7-Eleven before right then when they opened at 7. <laughs> Because she missed the closing time at 11. Yes, she did miss it. You know, <laughs> uh, the f- the reason I'm laughing so hard at that is because she has, so it's kind of like, boy, this is the connotations of this, of this movie <laughs> are actually spot on and probably frowned on by most. It reminds me of Cuckoo's Nest because, you know, the, when they come and give them the meds. Correct. And yes. Jack Nicholson would like hide the meds in his mouth. Mm-hmm. She gets meds at 730 in the evening. And it puts her down. So it's March in Indiana, which is basketball season. I gave mom her meds at 730 last night, hearkening back to the Seven <laughs> Eleven, <laughs> And she looks at me and IU, the IU game, they were playing Maryland in the Big Ten tournament and it started at nine. And, and those meds are to help control her hallucinations and paranoia. Oh, geez, I thought you were talking about your meds. <laughs> but they also kind of make her sleepy. I told her, hey, it's time to take your medicine. And it magically appears. It's kind of like the Easter Bunny <laughs> came. Look what I got. There's a special place for him. And she, in her mind, you know, there's this dish that is a part of her her dinnerware collection, but is small enough for, I don't even know what it, it, it maybe. Maybe you put like a deviled egg in it. <laughs> the world's smallest dish. <laughs> it is. It's like, it is who eats? What is it? Is this the starving kids in Africa story that we used to get when we were kids? <laughs> they use this as the full meal because I don't know what it's for. It's, it's too small. It's like three spoons of something. Could be Tom Thumb's swimming pool. It could be. It could be Tom Thumb's swimming pool. But at Julie's house, it contains a note that says, this is where your medicine is, take it at 7.30. And then in her mind, that's not enough. So sometimes I'll find like a knife and a spoon on the counter pointing to it. <laughs> like it's going to guide her. Like <laughs> like the guys with the lights at the airport that are guiding the Landing plane. Strip. <laughs> yeah. I said, hey, it's time to take your meds. And she said, are you going to watch the IU game? And I said, yeah, it's at 9. But she'll greet me at the door in the morning and say, turn the TV on for the IU game. And I said, it's on at 9 tonight. Okay. And my medicine isn't in the top and thumb swimming pool. And, <laughs> and uh, I'll say, yeah, that's because it's it's... It's still six something in the morning. We're just starting. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make you aware that my pill isn't there. And I go, yeah, I, I know it's not there. It will be though. It'll magically appear sometime this evening when you're doing your thing with your dishes. I'm going to sneak off <laughs> and get the colored grass for the Easter basket and I'm going to put your pills in it. Okay. 
So, so she sees me and I'm actually working on podcast stuff at the time. And, and she said, I took the pills and I said, okay, so are you going to watch the IU game with me? Yes, I'm going to try out, out, <laughs> out, coma, out at seven 30. So the seven 11 thing is, is kind of like reversed. I think right. <laughs> yeah. The, the 7 PM to 11 AM would be more appropriate. Yeah, it is. And so we don't have that here. Tony Kanan would be just heartbroken to know that. But um, we do have Meyer. And so she's all about going to Meyer. And that's like springing her from prison. I mean, when she gets to go, when she, like, when we did that one bit, um, I think in episode six about taking edibles and taking her shopping. That 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 was beyond glee for her. <laughs> Can you please take me someplace today? And I I take her to the Y to walk the treadmill at lunch, and that's another thing where she doesn't know what time it is. So she greets me at the door. There's sometimes where she'll greet me at the door with her coat on, her purse, and her little bag that she carries with her shoes in it for the treadmill, and she says, "I'm ready to go to the gym." I'm like, "Well, it's it's six thirty in the morning." We don't go to the gym until lunchtime. When is that? Lunchtime. <laughs> I mean, and I feel like a smart ass saying that. But it's, lunchtime is lunchtime. Yeah, it's lunchtime for somebody. It's dinner time for India, thanks to our company carting off all our jobs, floating them in the Amazon cloud over to India. I do know that it's it's evening in India, but I can't tell you where it's lunchtime. Do you know? Nova Scotia, maybe. Iceland. We'll go with that. <laughs> Iceland. The one place. Yeah. There's so many challenges with Louis Body Dementia. She pretends to read now, but I don't think she really does read. She'll sit there and look at the book and then nod off. Well, oh, are you ah, see so you've got a cookbook. What are you what are you reading about in the cookbook? Are we gonna have a new recipe that I'm gonna cook tonight? Um no, I'm just trying to decide what I want to bake. I'm like, okay. I need to get her like an easy bake oven because <laughs> she can't use the real one. <laughs> Hopefully there's not a roll of trash bags in the oven as well. <laughs> no, I use the oven. I, I'm the cook when I'm here. And my sister's the cook when she's here. My mom is not the cook, um, but she'll hover. Like that's the other thing with with her the way that she is right now. She doesn't initiate conversations. And she wears this house coat before she takes her shower, and she can't she can't still dress herself and stuff. But um, this coat is a zip up um, robe, I guess, and it's like a powder blue color. And she like will float into the room. She's she is the quietest person on earth, and she's got this parkinson's look so she's got this almost like a permanent scowl on her face she's sh shaped like a comma weighs like 105 pounds and nothing creaks in her house so i'll just be sitting there focused on something and all of a sudden she appears like a ghost <laughs> yes and and she's got that parkinson's scowl on her face and i want to say what <laughs> What is troubling you right now, Julie? I mean, she just like sneaks up on you. So it's now starting to get light at six something in the morning. I just turn on the screen, go to Iceland or wherever I'm biking today. I do a 30 minute ride. 
I don't have like somebody barking at me because I spent so many years in sports having a coach yelling at me. And I did sports in the 70s. You were doing music and I was being yelled at every day by a coach. I had I had a coach pick me up by the shirt and basketball trunks and stick my head in the basket and say, that's where the basket is, <laughs> and then set me back down. That do you think that would fly today? No, uh, yeah, there, <laughs> there'd be none of that. You'd, he'd be fired. He'd uh, be fired as fast as the, the, yeah. the Twitter mob would attack him. Oh my God! Yeah, Karen placards out front, people marching, burned at the stake. Burned at the stake. Yeah, our band director never did that to us. Never did. Stick the kid's head in the tuba and said, "This is what the tuba <laughs> should sound like." <laughs> Nothing like that. Ever and then happened. he <laughs> and the kid's heads in the tuba. <laughs> you and I talked about this yesterday with with COVID. Um, all of a sudden, everybody feels like they need to be on video when they're doing Zoom meetings. So I'm on video talking to a prospect and my mom starts calling me and she's like robo calling me in this meeting. <laughs> and I I can't tell because she's lost the ability to really understand that what's going on in the texting world she'll she'll text you randomly she'll have these moments of clarity and she'll text you and it'll be a legit text and so i i have no idea whether she's calling me for a real reason or not but i'm in a meeting and i can't go you know what my mom's calling me could we pause this meeting because my mom's calling me i mean that just and, and it feels weird <laughs> Dinner's ready. It feels weird to even talk about her in, in, in the podcast because somebody that hasn't heard the previous episodes just think I'm a mama's boy. They're like, what's that guy? That guy lives with his mom. Well, we know about all the guys that live with their mom. <laughs> we know their you're not in the basement, though. No, I'm not. I, you're right. I, I, there is no basement, thankfully. So you're forced to live on the ground floor. <laughs> right. So I... I leave the meeting because it's over and then I'm going from the meeting to get my hair cut and I call her back and my sister answers my, my mom's phone. So in that moment, she's in charge of my mom. She goes, oh, now that the three of us are here, mom, you can't call your retirement account and ask for $2,000. Oh, no. And my mom goes, but I, I, if I go out someplace with one of my friends, I want enough money in my purse to buy tea. Well, of course you do. I'm like, well, I don't know where you're shopping, but <laughs> tea is typically not $2,000, not even in London. With gold-encrusted sugar flakes. <laughs> right. Where, Julie, tell me right now where you're getting the tea for $2,000. The dark web? <laughs> and so I said, okay, mom, you know how we have conversations about it's the disease? It's not you, it's the disease. And she goes, yeah. I said, this is one of those times because you would have looked in your purse. I did. I go, and then you would have known that you don't have your driver's license anymore. You can't drive anymore. And so your retirement account sending $2,000 to your bank is still not going to put $20 in your purse. We have to drive you to the bank. And so Kathy is there and Kathy can drive you to the bank if you don't have any. And then in the background, I hear she has $45 in her purse. <laughs> and I, and my mom goes, no, I don't. I looked here. It is. And my sister is so mad. She can't 
separate herself from the situation. Right. She can't be a caregiver because it's it's like this woman that won't cooperate with her instead. So I said, okay, so you have, going back to the conversation about it's the disease, you have $45 in your purse. You didn't see that. And we've already covered off on the fact that your purse is not Montana. <laughs> and Andy Simons knows, and our podcast listeners know, <laughs> your purse isn't that big. No. <laughs> no. no. You, don't, you don't have huskies with a sled driving through the winter hinterlands <laughs> of your purse, you know, rolling in money and hiding your lipstick. It's, it's just a little purse. So you would have known that there's $45 in it, and that's plenty of money to buy tea. And my, my mom's like, oh. And I said, so it's the disease. And if you ever need money, you come to us first. If you don't have the cash, we'll go to the bank and get some. But you can't ask the retirement account for money. Okay. And you can't donate it to all the charities that call. And you can't give it to Joel Osteen. <laughs> she would give her house to Joel Osteen if she could. Oh, my. She loves that guy. Oh, gosh. My sister is in charge of mom when she's there, and she thinks she's in charge of me watching my mom 100% of the time. But we're equal players according to the law. Gotcha. But she seems to take the lead role as far as delegating. In her mind. Yeah. Does she allow you PTO? Well, no, she she actually, she doesn't. And yet she'll leave in the middle of her shift of seven days. So it's seven days on, seven days off. She can leave because she goes to work. And I'm really worried about what, we're at the stage of dementia with mom that um, I don't think she should be left alone. And I get it. I mean, Kathy has to go to work. I get that. I have the ability to work from any place, so I'm working. I'm I'm at the cuckoo's nest 100% of the time during the day. So the org chart would have her on top or side by side? Depends on who you talk to. <laughs> We're back to that again. Okay, so I'm just trying to see the hierarchy of this operation here. Well, yeah, I know. Me too. So we share this common bathroom. We're good about, you know, I'm an adult, man. I, I, I like my house in order. I'm not totally anal about it, but I keep things clean. I clean the house, I vacuum my dust and everything. Well, there's this note <laughs> on the mirror above the sinks and I shave. I don't know about you, but do, do you shave in the shower? Or do you shave looking into the mirror? Sometimes I, I've, I've got both options. I shave in the shower because my face is already wet. The soap on the face loosened up the rubble, stubble, <laughs> rubble. <laughs> the Barney rubble. The Barney. That's exactly what I thought of too. And so I'm going to just shave in the shower. Well, when we first started doing the tag team shifts, I get this note saying, please don't shave your private parts in the shower that we share. It's gross. You've got a cottage. If you're going to do that, do it up there. She's calling you out on manscaping. Yes. Shave my private parts. And I'm, I'm not going to tell you what I do or don't shave down there uh, i yeah i will i'll be honest with you I, i'm not i'm not taking a razor to that down there in the shower there's no need and i'm certainly not shaving the part that i would like to call her and that i'm sure she calls me on a regular basis you know the other part of the hinterlands that's not seeing the light of day of my razor i'm shaving my face and my face only but when i saw that on the mirror i laughed out loud i mean that was a a loud hearty laugh 
please don't shave your private parts in the shower that we share. Did you come up with a, a retort post-it note back to her? I didn't. I didn't even address it. I didn't know what to say. I mean, it was, I shared it with my wife. <laughs> Are you shaving the head? Yes, I've got a landing strip down there and that's it. Everything else is shaved. There's a Hitler mustache down there. I'll be there, Zane. It looks like Groucho Marx. <laughs> All I can now envision is the cigar. Yeah, right. Thank you. <laughs> because it's size that matters. So at least you did say cigar and not cigarette. Tipperillo. <laughs> You know, this is one of those dumb things that parents today do that I can't stand, but everything has to be created equal when it comes to uh, the mom time. You know, it's not, and and I don't, I just don't roll that way. Like if you and I go to lunch, if I'll get lunch, I know you'll get lunch sometime. I'm not keeping a chart on who got lunch the last time because it all works out in, in the end. You know what I mean? Mm, sure. And, and it's that way all the time. Like when we went to the IndyCar race in St. Louis, the tickets are however many hundred dollars and the hotels have ever many hundred dollars. I get that. We, we want that to weigh out. Sure. But time, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. Or if you talk to Carly, who's dyslexic, it's not a sprint, it's a race. I go, <laughs> I think you got that wrong. <laughs> I've never seen that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah, this is a long game. And so it'll all work out. I'm not trying to take advantage of anybody, but if I want to go to the IndyCar race in St. Pete um, and it falls on my week, I'll get you back. You you cover me and I'll get you back. I mean, it's 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 just a do unto others kind of thing. Sure. And ultimately, it's not like I'm trying to penalize you. I'm here to take care of my mom. That's the big picture. Let's focus on really the, the real reason we're all doing this. Right. And did you ask her if she's shaving the hinterlands in her mirror? <laughs> Did you leave a post-it note for her? <laughs> and and the calendar, I mean, this is how backwards this whole thing is. The calendar is on the refrigerator. It's not a Google calendar, which would be so convenient. You know, if I can look on my phone and know when I'm when we've agreed that it's my seven days instead of yours, or I'm comparing things, but I've got to transfer everything to a Google calendar so that I know what's going on because I can't use the stupid one that's on the refrigerator and my mom can't either. We're the exact opposite. We, uh, we keep a, a paper calendar as much as I do technology and love technology. It changes so often with our busy retired lives. Yeah. <laughs> Things are coming off and coming on all the time. I've got three calendars. So much easier. So I used to keep uh, digital calendars when I worked. We just relegated ourselves to a big paper calendar that we flip month after month. But here's the thing that you both live in the same house. That is correct. Yeah. So I've got, I've got my house in Indy. I've got my mom's house up here and then I've got my work life. My mom's house up here is where the calendar is on the fridge. And so I'm only up here every other week. So if something gets written on there, if it was on a Google calendar, I'd know it right away. It would populate. And I'd get a notification. If something gets written on it with dry erase marker, <laughs> if she chisels on the stone tablet, <laughs> then I don't know until I get back up here that somebody chiseled. And, so, and here's how my mom uses it. She looked at the calendar last night when I was making dinner, and she said, oh, I see that I'm going to the doctor when you're here. 
And I looked at, and, and it's, and she's looking at the calendar when she says this, and it's got the doctor's appointment on Monday on there. And it clearly says right above that, Kathy, and she can't read Kathy. And she thinks it's going on now. And it definitely doesn't involve me. So she can't use it either. She never used it. And so, so Kathy's idea was mom can use it, but again, she can't separate herself emotionally. Like, and she's a nurse practitioner. So you would think that she would be able to see this as a, as a caregiver patient relationship. Sure. But she can't separate herself from it being her mom. It's way too personal. Yeah. She can't step away from it. So when mom started needing meds, you know, those, uh, pill calendars where you've got little yep. compartments sure. and it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Throughout the day, right. And so she put them in there, but my mom didn't know date and time anymore. So she took them all. <laughs> she like empties it like jelly beans in the palm of her hand and, and takes them all. These are delicious. They are so delicious. And why am I sleepy? It's nappy time. <laughs> and and they, were, they weren't the kind of meds that like she would OD on. And so then Kathy left and it was my shift. So it's, it's my shift. And Kathy had filled up the calendar of pills before she left. And so I get there, I'm on the bike and my mom comes up in the dark and scares the crap out of me and says, I think I took too many pills. <laughs> I mean, and this is like, oops, I'm riding through the Alps or whatever. And all of a sudden <laughs> she shows up out of nowhere and she's still got, and she's got the powder blue thing on. She hasn't done. She's just like climbed out of bed. She gobbled down a whole week's worth of pills at like six in the morning and I don't know it. And then I've got little miss 105 pounds of morning breath whispering in my face <laughs> as I'm riding through the Alps. I think I took too many pills. <laughs> I think I'm alone. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I think I took too many pills. <laughs> what? Ah, what? I see dead people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Hi, this is Andy. If you enjoyed listening to our podcast, please be sure to subscribe and share. Remember, laughter is contagious. Help us spread it by telling a friend.